Oh, damn, I ain't putting no hat on. I got the head out. Oh, shit, it's real. Yeah, we back. I'm back. He's new. Yes, sir. Not to uh, to me. I tried to rhyme that shit up. You remember I used to rap? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we ain't here for me. We <laughs> is here for the man, James Hang Time Hagen. Listen, this is the episode of the Fire Never Dies podcast where no candle loses its flame by lighting another. I got my big bro with I'm excited, bro. I'm really excited. We already been talking for a minute. Yeah. What's happening? Life, man, it's really just been the same old for me. Basketball grind. So, man, we were just talking about it. So you held a record in high school. Well, you still had that record, right? Yeah, high jump record. We graduated. Well, you graduated, what, a year before me? Mm-hmm. That's 12, 13 years, bro. Congratulations. That's, that's That record was, I can't even remember how old that record was. Record been up there for a little minute too, little key. But um I don't see nobody breaking it in another ten years. Especially since I went back to Northside, I kinda seen how mm-hmm. practice is different. It it's different. That competitive ain't there no more. Cat alright, I won. Ah like, uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. When yeah. when we went to Northside, that culture was When? Ultra competitive, be the best. dog. Be like, the it best. was just ultra. And it was a good thing because it was like, oh, you think you're better than me? Come on. Like, mm-hmm. Show me. Mm-hmm. Like, what's up? You think well, you're crazy. better than me? I think we all, like, we grew up like that, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just that's how the culture up. was. Like, if you, and especially in sports, like, if you grew up playing sports, it was definitely because you wanted to be better than the next person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. And that's it. You, that record's in high jump. Right? Yeah. High jump? Mm-hmm. Dang. So, damn. I ain't run track. I wanted to. I would have did hurdles. What's the difference between, well, high, long? That's a dumb question. Anyway, <laughs> so you came in rocking the Globetrotters jersey. Yes, sir. Let's just jump into it. How was that experience? Like, to be first, okay, let's, let's, let's run it back a little bit. How did the opportunity to even join such a, bro, I still got, my little foam hand with all of their signatures when I was a kid, when they came to making, bro. Yeah. So when I seen that, bro, like, that that's beautiful, dog. Yeah. So how did that come about? So I was, uh, like I was telling you, we were talking before this started, playing mm-hmm. with a team out there in Savannah. Uh, season ended, had a homeboy on the team, just was on Facebook one day randomly. Had it ended up having to start a new Facebook page. But seeing him on Facebook randomly, I was like, man, he had a glow trotter jersey on him. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, bro. Congratulations. I was like, shit, just last, not too long ago, we were just playing in Savannah and he wasn't even one of the starters on the team, mm-hmm. bro. But bro was quick with the ball, got mm-hmm. the mean ball handling skills. He was just, only thing that was against him, he was just a little short. Yeah. But yeah. quick. Nigga can really get up there and dunk it, but Mm -hmm. he was just a little on the small side. And I said, just, you know, congratulations. And that was it. Two, three days later, he messaged me back and was like, nigga, you still dunking like you dunking? Yeah. I was like, yeah. He was like, if I get you a trout, you ain't going to make me look bad. I said, nigga, you know who you talking to? Run it. Nigga, what? Gave me, gave me the dude number. I gave dude a call, talked to him. 
He was like, you got any content or whatever or any videos you, you know, playing ball or whatever? I was like, shit, I just got some, you know, videos on YouTube. You know, mm -hmm. you type it up. Hang time, Hagen. Probably like maybe an hour or two later, same dude called me back. Oh, man, I seen no video. That's a man. Ooh, ooh, yeah, you know. I'm like, yo, set up a uh, trial. He was like, if you know anybody else, and one thing about me, bro, if, if I get a chance to travel something and you tell me I can, I don't, I, even if I know a nigga not going to make the team, <laughs> the fact that I can get yeah, you the here opportunity. the opportunity yeah. trial, they're going to fly you to Atlanta because they were flying cats from all over the place mm -hmm. to Atlanta to the trial. I was hitting up old teammates I played with. Hey, nigga, I know you a real grazer, but you ain't trying to try out for the Globe Trotters. Like, come on, bro. You can just say you tried out for him, <laughs> Like, that's just the type of person yeah, I am. So I did, I did get one of my homeboys. Uh, shout out to my boy, 5'9", Dunker boy. 5'9", could flip, dunk. Mean athletic. But, uh, yeah, went out there, tried out for the team. And out of, had to be like 15 of us minimum. They only picked like two of us, being another dude, Dame Time, my boy on the internet right now, cooking. Mm -hmm. Boy, really going crazy. But yeah, man, I I was just shocked, really. I was, for one, I was just happy to be able to get the trial. Yeah. Kind of felt like, dang, all this work I did. Because at that point, I was a little old, you know, 20, mm -hmm. 29. So mm -hmm. at that time, I have been doing it for like four or five years. So yeah. Like so what that. year was this? This was the year COVID hit. Okay. So when okay. I was on the team, year COVID kind of when they shut down everything, that's when. And y'all still played? Uh, we played. So when I think it was like when the NBA shut down. Oh, okay. Probably okay, like okay. I literally watched it happen because you know Glow Charles, we got the whole kids and kids mm -hmm. coming up. Shake his head. I brought it. I've seen, I've seen so many crazy things, bro. I've seen. I, I, like, man. But I literally watched it from one day from it, one game, everybody, and then it shut down. And then that was like our last game. We was in Louisiana somewhere. Right. And that game, it was just like niggas was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> bro, in one day, watch that happen. Like, elbows and fist bumps. And, and we got on the bus, and they was just like, yeah, we're going to have a meet when we get to our next destination. I'm like, yup. Cut the tour a year early. But experience was crazy. It was, it was a good experience. I bet, bro. Like, that's, that's, like, that's, that's like some 1% shit. Like everybody don't get to do that. Everybody can't like you. Everybody can hoop, but everybody not a globe trotter, bro. And if you grew up, that's almost like the universal circus, bro. Yeah. You got to see that. Yeah. You got to see the globe trotters, bro. Yeah. That's proud of you, man. Yeah, that's proud of you, man. You ain't do well, You got the jersey. Appreciate I'm gonna it. show yeah, the this, number two. This yeah. My yeah. Sixty you for my vert. No, let me stop. They gave you a random number and a random name. Cause I, I didn't even know how it worked. Yeah. Got an email and they had the rosters for training camp. All right. James Hagen, 60, Rocket. And that's <laughs> that's kind of like the thing. Like, they basically give you a persona and you got to make that shit work. You got to go. Like, so they you give you feeling the name. in a role. 
That's crazy. I just interviewed an actor, so that's like, okay, how how can you make it work? You gonna go on social media and like they like they kind of look at a lot of that, and I ain't even gonna cap. I knew I wasn't gonna do that again. I knew I wasn't gonna get around to uh, during training camp. Mm -hmm. So we had three days for training camp. We gotta learn the whole show in three days. Mm -hmm. So that shit's hard. Like niggas don't understand. Oh yeah, because a lot of it is is it's, it's uh, choreographed. And you gotta. Uh, it's really like improv to basketball. Mm -hmm. if you know anything about That's improv fine. too? That's fine. You gotta be able to do that and play basketball and be able to do it like on command. Like I might only got one dunk to do, but when they throw it up there, I've been sitting on the side over here. Mm -hmm. I come to the game for that one play. I gotta be ready to go mm -hmm. catch this hoop. Hey, they gonna throw it. You better go get it because <laughs> they keep track. Like you can yeah. keep. Just imagine if I just keep missing dunk. They can. Send you home. You can mm -hmm. be somewhere. That, cause that's, they, ain't that like, gotta, they ain't even got to let you know because you signed a whole contract. They got They kind of made it a new thing where they can just let you go and they ain't even got to explain that to you. Right. Damn. Yeah. Damn. It's, it's, I got in there and, you know, it's they business. pack it like this thick. Like do's, don'ts. Yeah. Like you got to carry yourself a certain way. Mm -hmm. Wearing this, you can't buy certain things at a certain store. Like you can't. Being on tour, like we was on tour, we had this song, I go to the store, you know, might want to buy a black, I can't have that song. Mm -hmm. Might want to buy a couple beers, no, you better go change it. <laughs> like, you got to uphold a certain image, like you can't be caught yeah. doing certain things because anybody can see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. We had that, like, and it's the same uh, for military. If I you're in you uniform, know. you can't do certain things or we can't even, like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all can like have a phone conversation as you walk through the store. But if you're in uniform and your mama call, you got to make a decision. You either got to stop right there, don't take no more steps, talk to mama, or decline that call, shoot her a text, I'll call you back when I can talk. Because wow. you might when I like a lot of, I don't got yelled at or hemmed up at the say. For like walking and talking, bro. Like I get, it got to the point yeah, I put a phone in my chest pocket and yeah. put it on speaker and I'm moving. Don't. <laughs> but yeah, Apple man. Apple Watch put it on speaker. <laughs> bro, a lot a lot of people do that. For real, a lot of people do that. I believe it. Cause it's like you still want to live as a human being, yeah, but yeah. there is a standard to uphold. Mm -hmm. Some stuff I understand. I mean, some stuff I was like, mm -hmm. I'm gonna do what I want to do because that's just. What it is, we humans, we rebel against like a, that, yeah. a lot, again, like we we want like people. I think as human beings, bro, we naturally want like a certain level of freedom anyway. Like mm -hmm. we really want freedom, bro. Mm -hmm. So yeah, man, it's times I had to go sit down and and figure out if I even wanted to stay in the military because of some of the things that I could or couldn't do. Have you ever been benched before? How was it and well, how did it make you feel? And what was it like getting that spot back? Oh, I'm finna go out there and prove a point. Yeah. I remember uh playing with that team when I was going to play in Savannah. Mm -hmm. Uh when I first got on the team, went to the trial, I knew I made it in this not trying to like boast, but this is facts. 
every every time I went and tried out for something, 80% of the time before the trial was over, I already knew I made it. Because mm -hmm. someone already done pulled me to the side and was like, mm -hmm. hey, you know, whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. Most of the time I, and every time I went and tried out for a team, I've made the team. That's always, anytime I went out and tried out for something, ball up, glow trotter, anything, tried out for made the cut. You know, for ball up, might not have won the, you know, out of everybody they chose, they chose like one person at the end, kind of like, you know, N1 used to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you could play against the N1 team out of the probably like 10 that choose one person to, and then the finale. It didn't make, you know, nothing like that, but still to be able to play against them cats and get chose mm -hmm. by, I think it was Gilbert Arenas and Eric Gordon, like they chose the team. So. That was cool, but uh, yeah, uh, one game coaches had me come off the bench, and I was just like, <laughs> I ain't, I ain't say nothing, I ain't show no emotion. I was like, I get in the yeah. game, gonna go crazy. I had a double double that game coming off the bench. Still got a job to do. Yeah, still yeah. got a job to do. Yeah, I felt that. I feel I got benched in high school for playing soccer. I was, I was upset about that. But bounce back, did the thing. Yeah. That like it's competitive. Like it's it's something about being able to lose it and get it back, back. bro. Cause you, I like being. I look key like being the underdog. Like I like people looking at me and be like, nah, he. Yeah. So yeah. many people do that to me. A lot of yeah. A lot of people like. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't I see expect that. Where, like, People don't want to give me my credit, don't want to give me my flowers. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, you play for the Harlem Ass Shakers. Okay, that's cool. Little do you know, you go out there and you're getting cooked. Like, <laughs> even when I was out there, it was a reality check. I was like, no, these niggas can go. Yeah. Like, I remember uh, we had one day at practice. We were doing King of the Court. Mm -hmm. I came, I just so happened to came out on fire. Like, <sighs> cooking the first three niggas. I was just like, Shit! I was like, ooh, shit! <laughs> then niggas started, like, okay, all right, young, you know, get to like some of the older heads. Like, you gotta think about it. These niggas were the best niggas in their division. Like, mm -hmm. all these niggas went to college, mm -hmm. like D1 college, and were like top players in their division. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, there's been times where I was just like, yeah, bro, I'm, I know I'm not supposed to be out here. Yeah, so you don't, so you're saying you don't walk into. Walked into the room and you don't felt like look smallest man on the totem pole. Yeah, I love that yeah. feeling though. Yeah. I like how that make you feel. Like I know, knowing I'm like now I'm not even supposed to be here, but it makes me appreciate the moment because yeah, I might not be the best, but I did. I put in mm -hmm. work. Like if people, especially people who know me, like when I first came home from college, it was like for a good three, good them first three to four years, I didn't work. Mm -hmm. I would wake up every day and go hoop at the park. We would play down at Sewer Circle, Fountain, mm -hmm. Ferguson, mostly Ferguson. That's when Ferguson was jumping. Mm -hmm. Every day, getting up to yeah, no go, job. go home, play the game online, wake up the next day, go hoop. Like that was that was it. Like that's all I focused on. But it, it take it takes that that level of focus though. It take like Success requires success in anything requires a certain level of focus. Any of these books, like we read Black Privilege, we talked about that. Mm -hmm. But any of these will I, I ain't even read this one yet, and I know for a fact it's gonna have something about like you gotta lock in. You low key gotta be crazy in a way. 
Obsession. Obsession. I, I have a I have a, a solo episode about it, bro. Like there like there's wanting, there is like commitment, and then there's like obsession. Like if you are obsessed, bro, is one is hard to be beat. It's hard it's hard not to to win when you actually are obsessed. And it takes a certain mindset and a certain like especially like a lot of people who know me, like I can't like, I got anger issues, especially when it come on the basketball court. Like, mm -hmm. in high school, my mom was always, stop talking back to the rim. Like, I bad mm -hmm. mood, bad attitude, mm -hmm. but I was just so competitive. Mm -hmm. Like, if you, <laughs> I could just feel it now. I could just feel my blood. <laughs> like, you start talking shit to me, mm -hmm. you don't regret it. Yeah. Even, I don't even have to have a good game, because my basketball has always been predicated off of really defense first. Mm -hmm. so I ain't got to play good on offense, but I'm here. Yeah. Rebounding. I'm super athletic, so I know how to affect the game more in one way just than score. Mm -hmm. Most people can only affect the game one By way. By scoring, yeah. I can do it. If I'm scoring and I'm playing D and I'm talking shit, you're going to want to fight me. Turned I'm, up. I'm, I'm, I'm Turned super, up. I'm super disrespectful when it comes. And I be, and it's hard to, especially when you go playing with people you don't know and playing in new places, mm -hmm. I can't be at my best ability because. The only way I'm gonna get there, you kind of gotta poke the bear. Like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta yeah. kind of poke the bear. So there's been times where I, I might go somewhere and they play with cats, and I can't play to the level I want to play with because I can't mentally. Mm -hmm. I, when I flip that switch, mm -hmm. it can get ugly. Like yeah, it, yeah, that super competitive can get ugly, and I've seen it like especially like with the glow trying like niggas out there getting in each other's ass, and I'm just like, I like it, but then I be. I be kind of nervous because it's like, all right, shit, nigga, this is another level. Mm -hmm. Like, you used to be in this big fish in this small pond. You done transitioned over to another pond, and there's bigger fishes in this pond, bigger than you. And it's a bigger pond. And it's kind of like, shit, all right, shit, I'm either going I'm either gonna get with it or get ran over. Yeah. And that's that's yeah. kind of like one thing with the, uh, I learned with the glow try to they, uh, you know how like we used to roast people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gonna get they on your head. Like <laughs> and that it kinda lets them know cause where we from is like if we on your head and we talk about you, that kinda mean we fuck with you. Yeah, yeah. And we not doing that, then it's kind of a problem. Yeah. So you kinda gotta that was like a different environment. And I was just I liked it. But then I also said kinda at the time I had mentally other things going on, so mm -hmm. I really couldn't, really just couldn't fully be there like I wanted to. Right. I definitely enjoyed, like, took everything in, like, sightseeing, mm -hmm. doing things, because like I said, I knew, I knew training camp I wasn't coming back, because all the rookies was there. We had at least, like, 15 rookies. We uh, had lunch one day, everybody was saying how old they were. 21, yeah. 22. Yeah. Oldest might have been 23. I, and I'm hearing everybody, and I, I, got, I got quiet real quick. I'm looking. And when I seen the roster, and I'm like, man, they got a team full of rookies. Like, niggas are, like, they going to start the show off. Mm -hmm. And you go, okay, you got a couple. Okay, that's a veteran team with a couple rookies that's going to sit on the bench. I.e. one that was kind of like me. And I'm like, okay. Then I got there and seen like the whole setup and then 
when I heard how young all the rookies were, I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to come back. <laughs> and I, I couldn't be mad at that. Yeah. 29-year-old rookie? Yeah. When you can go get someone that basically doing the same thing I'm doing at 21, 22. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah you like, understand the nature of the beast. Yeah, yeah. so I went, I went mad. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, I laugh because I, I, I know, I know that up. feeling, boy. I'm going to all this up. Yeah, I'm but yeah, that, when you realize, like, this is it. What what was what was like that moment when you was like this like when when you got the email and you was like okay this is it I gotta lock in and, and embrace everything that's about to come so what would you say is what is what is the most memorable experience you have like being on the road as a globe trotter or just traveling playing basketball period I got a couple of um, I know one of them, we would we get keep to talking. Play. I'm check this camera. We yeah, I know it's ghetto. <laughs> we get to play in uh, NBA arenas, so uh, playing in those NBA arenas always be dope because we get to play. You feel me? We get to play with all the NBA players. We get to yeah. go in the locker room. We get to be in the locker room. Like we get to we get that whole experience, and then like. That's how y'all games was played at the NBA arenas? Some of them. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, either there or like uh, we played in D-League arenas or we might like uh, the Coliseum. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Like I was my, just first, about, yeah. my first game was the Coliseum in Macon. Oh, that's lit. Yeah. That's Home, it. Yeah. Hometown. Smith was bro. there, bro. That was, yeah. I damn near cried. Just to, you feel me? See my high school coach. Yeah. That's full beautiful, circle to bro. come around full and circle, get, yeah. to, got to see Miss Smith. You know, she was the... Uh, Oh, she in high school. She was, you know, she did the schedules, and I can't remember what her. Almost like a team mom kind of. No, she worked. She worked there too. She uh, man, she worked in the office. I just can't remember what she did. Well, well, I remember what she did. I can't remember the title, but she always, you know, made sure my classes were straight. I'm in the right classes to graduate and all that, and just to be able to see them and see like other people that watched me grow up and like. And when I realized my game was gonna be at the Coliseum, I had a you know I re, you know of course put it on Facebook, and just to see all my friends or homies be able to come out and see my first game. Mm -hmm. My mom finally you know, my mom all the times I was traveling mm -hmm. doing stuff for Nike and playing on other travel ball teams, my mom never was able to come and see me play. Yeah. So for my mom first game to come watch it to see me play and it'd be yeah. a glory. You had a moment in that game that was good. Yeah, coaches. And see, the crazy thing was, training camp, I really wasn't getting in. Like, I was mm -hmm. sitting there really just watching, just trying to, like, really figure out how I'm going to fit in, how I'm going to – I got to figure out how I'm going to get on that floor. Yeah. Like, and I yeah. eventually – I got a story with that. I eventually figured that out. And uh, coach was like uh, – after matter of fact, after the three days of training camp, mm -hmm. first game, like I said, here in Macon – so I was like, coach was like, yeah, we got to figure out a way to get you in. Simple play, throw it off the glass, dunk. Like, that was my really yeah. only thing I got to do. Yeah, I like how simple it is. Yeah, like, it this is, is what's going to happen. Yeah, and then, like, after that, I kind of, like, went back being to the bench. So I finally figured out a way how to, you know, get out there. Mm -hmm. And I used to be uh, one of the older cats on the team. He actually played with Jordan. Got drafted by the Bulls. Had ended up having like a bad, I want to say, foot injury or an ankle mm -hmm. injury. And you know he be telling stories how you know, guard Jordan in practice. I used to 
I used to always be sitting in the back because I want to soak up knowledge from some yeah, old head. Yeah, yeah. And they tell the best yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. They tell the best stories. Bro. I got in trouble, like, I ain't going to say I got in trouble a couple of times, but they were kind of just like, uh, like, uh, you kind of sitting too far back here. I was like, my bad. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to soak up the knowledge from the yeah. old heads. Like, man, y'all back here, you know, I just be listening because, like I said, I was taking everything in. Like, mm-hmm. I knew. I'm probably never gonna get this opportunity in. So yeah. everything is critical. Like everything that I can learn here. Do is you critical. use any of the things, well, or all of the things that you experience? We got about five minutes. That you experience uh, traveling with uh, the Globe Trotters with uh, playing or uh, training for Nike. What what was it you did with Nike? Uh, I did two things. They uh, they had this competition uh, basically like the world's best pickup basketball oh, okay. players won that competition they flew us out to uh, Barcelona Spain that's lit yeah uh, Anthony Davis was a coach and Kyrie Irving was a coach and they uh-huh. got the pick they played I was the first pick by uh, I was the first pick by AD <laughs> first day of practice I ended up getting traded to Kyrie's team <laughs> they trading y'all because it was a it was a it was kind of a mismatch because they had like and what's crazy, they had like four cats from China. I remember thinking, I post one on both. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I'm finna get an easy bucket. I'm thinking, I'm finna boom, spin baseline and dunk it. Yeah. That nigga might have, oh, that little motherfucker strong. <laughs> Pass that bitch back out. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Uh, it was like a, cause like I said, like it was cats from all over the country Germany, China, France, like. So it was just, I did that, and then I also did um, uh, a dunk contest for KD at the uh, Nike World Headquarters. That was, that was dope. You use any of those experiences or life lessons, like going forward now, just in your everyday life? Yeah, doing all that stuff kind of makes me see the world different. Right. I, I look at the world different, like, Materialistic things really don't matter to me. Uh, family is real important. Like mm-hmm. family and making memories, mm-hmm. that's like real important to me. Just embracing that At the end of the day, that's really what you're gonna have. Like before you die, you're gonna think about all the memories that you had. You're not gonna care that you had a Rari or, mm-hmm. you know, you, mm-hmm. you know, when you die, I got, when I die, you can look up and see that I was a Harlem Globetrotter. Mm-hmm. Like, records. Mm-hmm. I might die. My record still might be standing. Like, things like that. Like, being in the... Man. Like, I'm always going to be in the high school uh, when I won state for track. I'm mm-hmm. always going to be in that book. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. always going to yeah. be in that book forever. Like, like stuff like that. Like, I've always... I've cared about stuff like that. Like, I wanted to be remembered. And just wanted to be recognized. Like... <laughs> I always wanted to tell somebody this because I've always kept it to myself. Like in high school, I was like obsessed. Like mm-hmm. I, I had a hatred for the football team. I hated y'all <laughs> niggas. I'm not going to count. And I think <laughs> niggas, niggas don't understand like why I went so hard and like everything. Like mm-hmm. Because it was like low key, I'm not even going to count. My senior year, it was Northside football and James Hagen. Mm-hmm. Like I was breaking records. I'm yeah, one. yeah. Magazines, yeah. just how Rise Magazine. Mm-hmm. Y'all was in the Rise Magazine. I'm in the Rise Magazine. Mm-hmm. Like I, that, that kind of drove me to, especially like when it came to track. Like 
all right, we ain't all that in basketball, but I know track is an individual sport. Yeah. I know I'm finna go out there. And, you think you finna? All right. Yeah. I used to make niggas quit before the event start. Oh, you come in at six feet, six two? Man, this ain't even my event. I quit, man. I can't even jump five ten. You starting at six two. <laughs> For real. Like, yeah. And I like I I I remember I can't remember specifically. It probably was a basketball game because I remember just showing up just to talk shit from the stand. <laughs> I love doing that. Yeah, bro. I have seen you locked in before, and it's it's a different level. It's a different person. I know it's a it's a it's a running joke. We gotta be quick. Probably gonna have a part two for this because this shit is good. Got to. But listen, uh. Damn, bro, I'm gonna have to run that camera back. But uh, I forgot what I was about to say. I've seen you locked in before. I was gonna make a joke about uh, Earthland, um, Stefan. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. you did it for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was fine. Yeah, that was yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. What is next? We got about, we got one minute left. What is next for you? I honestly, I really don't know. I'm kind of at that. Crossroad where I am, do I still want to, you know, mm-hmm. chase this whole, you know, do this basketball thing or, you know, like I say, you know, you get older, so, you know, life, yeah. build, you know, trying to start a family, whoop de whoop. So I'm kind of, I think I'm kind of at that, that crossroad. If I ain't there, I can see it coming. Yeah. 